You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. Hello, and welcome to Dr. J's Path to Success podcast. Dr. James Fetish is a successful practice owner, best-selling author, and speaker. Listen in as he shares his secrets to a successful business and a successful life. So now, here's Dr. J. All right, everybody. Welcome to this episode of the podcast. We have a friend, mentor, and my second father today with us today. This is Dr. J. Morgan. So I've been blessed with many great mentors in my life, and Dr. J is definitely tops on that list. So, Dr. Jay Morgan, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for coming on today, bud. Thank you, my friend, and uh, and it is an honor to be your surrogate father. I I, I put that at the top of my uh, blessing list. <laughs> and Dr. Jay's living over in Paradise in Austin, Texas, where it's nice all all year round, unlike us people in New Jersey dealing with the uh, cold and the rain and the snow and everything else. So yeah. he's living the dream over in Austin. There you go. So you need to come Jay, back and play golf with me soon. <laughs> Absolutely. Dr. J, tell us, our listeners that don't know you, there's some out there probably, tell us a little bit about how you got involved in chiropractic and uh, go from there. Well, um, I've been under chiropractic care my entire life. My mom's taken me since I've been a very little boy. Um, Never been under medical care, uh, never been vaccinated. And so I kind of, you know, my parents were not chiropractors, but uh, I, I grew up in that kind of lifestyle as far as health care. And so when I became uh, in my late teens, it's just something that, something I always wanted to do, actually. I, I wanted to be a chiropractor, but in my late teens, I decided that's definitely what I'm going to do. And so uh, when I just turned uh, 20, I went to undergraduate school. And I applied to three chiropractic colleges. Palmer, Iowa responded first, and uh, so I went there. And, um, you know, graduated, and as I was graduating, uh, one of my instructors told me about a legendary chiropractic mentor named Chuck Gibson, who I had no idea who that was, um, and uh, he had actually been mentoring my uh, my instructor I was talking to, who you know, he and I played golf together, that's how we knew each other, and uh, so I uh, I connected with him and with his guidance. Uh, under his wing, I came down here to Austin, Texas, and we built one of the most successful practices in the state very rapidly. So that's kind of that's kind of the story in a nutshell. Yeah, great story. And uh, like a lot of us, he struggled in the beginning and helped turn around and build up really well. And pretty impressive stuff. It's amazing how many people Dr. Gibson helped out. I just interviewed Dr. Lloyd the other day as well, and he's such an influential man in the in the history of chiropractic. Can you tell us a little bit more about Chuck? Yeah, you know, it's interesting you mentioned that, and you're right, Lloyd is a, a super guy. I don't know him intimately, but when Lloyd graduated uh, Palmer College significantly earlier than me, probably by 15 years, <laughs> I think, or so, uh, Dr. Gibson told me the story. He said Lloyd was a long-haired hippie that wore sandals, had hair down to his shoulders, and, uh, and yeah, Chuck was his mentor for the first, uh, I think, three or four years and showed Lloyd basically how to do it. Um, Dr. Gibson graduated Palmer, I think, in 1954. Uh, a few names in his class were Reggie Gold, Sid Williams, 
Fred Barge, those were all classmates. If you can imagine having those people in your class, that that's all the kind of there. yeah. That's where he's. As a matter of fact, as Chuck tells it, and I'm I don't know if it's true or not, but I'm sure it is. He's the one who convinced Reggie Gold to go to Toastmasters to learn how to talk. If you can wrap Marine around that one. <laughs> so yeah, he uh, is a great guy. Uh, when my instructor uh, uh, Rick Burns said that. Uh, Palmer told me to go listen to him. He was doing a seminar in Austin, so I went and sat in the front row. Uh, he was 54 years old at the time, and, uh, you know, he was a super successful chiropractor, super su- successful mentor. And, you know, I played golf all my life, played a little basketball, and, and I understood the concept of being mentored or coached because a few people have, have a you know rare talent and rare abilities, but the majority of us, like myself, I don't. So it's like my dad said, it's better to copy what's working rather than creating what doesn't work on your own. So I went under his wing, and I literally did everything without exception that he asked me to do. We never had a slowdown period of time. We rocked right out of the gate. And within two years, we were doing 800-plus a week, and I had three associates. So, you know, i, I got to tell you, I, I can't imagine where I would be today without – my connection to him. It was just one of those times in history when all the stars aligned and the combination clicked. Yeah, it's funny how things work out that way. A lot of times things just, things that went one day different or showed up a little late, showed up a little early, something's a little yep. different, everything changes, but uh, one little right step in the right direction. But Boy. it's a really interesting point we brought up a couple times on the podcast, but everybody successful I've interviewed and that I know and talked to is, you know, always had coaches. You know, Tom Brady has still eight, ten coaches and there's a lot of chiropractors out there still think they don't need coaches, business coaches, life coaches, and uh, really just about nobody's successful. I never met too many successful people without a coach in some way. Would you agree? Me neither. Yeah, yeah. Like my dad told me, it's better to copy uh, what works than to create mediocrity on your own. Makes sense to me. Absolutely. And then uh, so tell us a little bit, and then so you went into coaching with Dr. Gibson as well. So tell us a little bit about those years on the road with us. Yeah, you know, if you – if you can imagine being a totally broke, starving chiropractic student, as I'm sure most of the people listening here have been in that spot at some point, and then coming out and within a couple of years having a practice that's just unbelievable, you really have great affection for who helped you and got you to that point. And so Dr. Gibson and I became very close friends. Uh, as a matter of fact, he's 84 years old now, and we're still best friends with each other. There's probably not a week goes by that we don't talk and um, so uh, after about two years, he uh, he asked me, he said, you know, I could use a little help, and, and I've never thought about bringing anyone on, but you seem like someone that I would like to do that. And so, uh, you know, I, I, I helped him mentor five offices that start off in addition to my practice, of course. <clears throat> then it turned into 10, that turned into 50, that turned into 500. And now, uh, 25 years ago, I, uh, later, I've mentored over 8,000 chiropractors in the United States and Europe. We did seminars in London, uh, Paris, uh, all over the United States, New York, Dallas, uh, New Orleans, Southern California, Chicago, all those were bases. And so for about 25 years, yeah, he and I traveled around the world together. Uh, about 10 years ago, um, for the simple reason that I was just tired of being on planes and hotels and Cecily and you know, having a practice at that time, all that, it was just a lot. Plus, I have two boys. The oldest is a chiropractor, and I just wanted to be home. So 
Dr. Gibson was getting to the point where he was semi-retiring. I wanted to get off the road, so I retired from him. And I switched all the great things that we did in the seminar format, you know, in traditional seminars where you go to a place, you bring your staff, all that, which is time-consuming and, and expensive, but, you know, valuable also. I switched all of those, the, those formats over to online. And I've been doing it for about 10, uh, 10 years now, where it gives doctors unfettered support to me via phone or email. The biggest thing that I bring to the table is experience, so they don't have to throw money down the toilet and then start all over. So I bring to them experience just like Dr. Gibson did to me, and I'll tell you, that was priceless and still is to this day with him. Uh, and then I send them out projects every single week. We have chat rooms, live teleseminars. It's, it's a full turnkey support program. Uh, there's about, uh, I think there's about 350 offices on it now worldwide, and uh, and they're they're doing great. I mean, it works for me because I don't have to travel. It works for them because they don't have to travel. It comes all to their office, and it's uh, it's very low cost. So that's kind of where I'm at right now. Yeah, it's a great program. I mean, now and now in 2018, it kind of makes sense. But 10 years ago, you're kind of pioneering the whole concept of the. No, yeah, it was right at the it was right at the inception. You know, the internet was just kind of uh, I wouldn't say in its infancy, but it was kind of like maybe in its teenage years. And uh, so, yeah, I, as far as I know, I was the first person that that moved uh, cyber support online. And even to this day, there's really not uh, not that many uh, that do it or do it successfully. Uh, why I'm not quite sure, but there are some good ones out there. Yeah, there's a lot of interesting transition in the consulting and coaching world. You don't see a lot of the big seminar days like we used to see back in the day and the big group seminars and the hundreds of doctors coming. I guess we're moving away from that a little bit this day and age, seems like, huh? That's true. You know, with the exception of maybe Parker Vegas and CalGM and a few of those, uh, which are really not practice management seminars, although they're all good. You know, some range from philosophy uh, to to whatever. Um, but but as far as yeah, just hardcore nuts and bolts, basic you know, uh, practice management. Those large seminars are pretty much gone, like the dinosaur. Not many of them left. <laughs> yeah, that's an interesting, changing world. Certainly, internet's been a big part of that for sure. Big time. Also involved with the with the chiropractic colleges a little bit, and uh, tell us a little bit about that and how you see the chiropractic students and the direction the profession's going, and and a little bit of your thoughts on the inside on that. Yeah, my. Uh, about, gosh, it's probably been 10 years ago now, maybe nine years ago, my oldest son came to me and he said he decided he wanted to be a chiropractor also. I never pushed him in that direction, but I was very pleased that he wanted to do that and made that decision on his own. And so uh, we checked out a bunch of chiropractic colleges and we decided to send him to Parker in Dallas simply because of the reason, well, it's a great school, great campus. And uh, I liked what I saw there. And plus, it was three hours up the road, so I could go visit him, you know, anytime I needed to or wanted to. And uh, so over the, the, the initial years, you know, spent a lot of time in Dallas with him. And uh, then I was asked uh, by uh, several doctors on the board of trustees there if I would consider joining their board of trustees, which uh, I did. And so I've been on the board of trustees at Parker University now for nearly seven years. And uh, it, it's been a it's been a fantastic experience. Um, met a lot of tremendous people. Of course, there's it, it's a, it's a non-salary position, so it's a lot of work. But uh, I'm kind of in the give back mode in in my profession uh, professional career at this time. So uh, yeah, so I've been on the board of trustees there for about seven years. And uh, as far as Parker goes, uh, the 
the direction of, of chiropractic is fantastic. I, I know you hear this a lot, but I don't think there's ever been a better time to be chiropractic be a chiropractor. It's not the Mercedes 80s like it used to be, uh, but people are going away rapidly from the medical model of drugs and surgery, as you can see, uh, with the opioid crisis and all that, you know, uh, legally, legislature, all of those things. And, uh, of course, who's standing right there at the gate is chiropractic. So, uh, yeah, I think it's a, it's a great time. My son's been in practice for three years. He opened up his own practice a little year, uh, over a year ago. Uh, he's seeing uh, slightly over 200 a week, collecting about 50,000 a month, uh, seeing about 35, 40 new patients a month, and you know he just started. So yeah, it's, if you do it right, uh, and you, and you get you plant yourself under the right wing, which I think is key, uh, it's a great time to be a Cairo. Yeah, absolutely, I'd agree 100. percent I mean, yeah, the opiate stuff's just breaking now, and there's been a a big pushback against that, and a lot of other things I think are moving our direction. There's been a slightly natural push for a couple years now, and Yep. This opiate thing is helping out, moving out a little bit. But, yeah, it's like you said, it's, it's all what you make out of it. You hear chiropractors say it's the best profession in the world, and you see other ones say it's the worst. But I think, uh, yeah, like you said, you get the right mentor and the right systems in place, and there's really not much better than you can be doing. You know, it's a good, good lifestyle and a good career. You know, I, I agree. It's uh, I, I've been doing this for 33 years now. And, you know, back even way back when insurance covered everything, there were chiropractors, oh, this sucks, I can't make, you know, there's always been, you're going to have those that want to just stay under a rock and just woe is me and not reach up and get help. I've never been that person. So, you know, it's literally what you want to make it. And you're right. I mean, what a blessing. I mean, I, I know you can say this for yourself, James, and I, I say it for myself. What a blessed life we have because of chiropractic. It's just amazing. I can't imagine doing anything else. And I'll tell you what's really exciting is to see the students come out of, in my case, Parker, and, and get the big idea and, and really get involved in it. And in my case, my own flesh and blood, my son. I mean, there's not a bigger thrill in the world to have your own offspring grow up and do what you do and just love it like you do it's uh it's it's really a blessing very grateful for all of it yeah that is pretty cool and her your son casey's a great guy he's a stand-up young man he's going to do really really well in practice. well he already is doing really well but he'll continue to do really really well in practice if you had to give our listeners you know your one or two best practice building management tips in your years of experience what would be the one or two things you'd want to pass along to say that help help guys out in their practice the most well, to to risk uh, avoiding sounding self-serving, uh, I just have to rely on uh, relate my own experience, and that is, you know, rather than try and invent success, copy it. So, you know, find somebody that resonates that you resonate with, that that the vibrations on the same line, and uh, and listen to them. I mean, get uh, you know. Get get with them. Let, let let them help you. It's not that you're going to listen and do everything that they say. Nobody does that. Um, but but you need to have some sort of a pass, some sort of a guideline. I went to the Houston Rockets game here a couple nights ago. I sat right behind the bench, and every time there was a timeout or a TV thing, et cetera, guess what they were all doing? They were wrapped around like chicks around their coach and the coach who was coaching them, et cetera. I mean, they weren't just wandering around the court aimlessly. I mean, and, you know, you can go through every single sport, corporate, all that, and they all have that one key that there's there's a Donald Trump or, or a, a Bill, you know, Gates 
or uh, Steve Jobs or somebody up there who's mentoring the, the team. So you want to find someone who is where you want to be, and you need to latch on to them. And I've got to tell you, when I met Dr. Gibson, I was 26 years old, and he was 53 years old. Now, I am almost, and I hate to admit it, 60 years old, and he is 84 years old. If you can imagine, all that time just went by like light speed. Uh, I'm sitting here probably in the catbird seat where most chiropractors dream about being. And I'm not saying this to be arrogant, but I'm a multimillionaire. I live in a wonderful estate on the lake. I have no debt. Uh, I don't have to be bent over the tables anymore. I have a wonderful son who runs a high-volume practice, and I've had the honor of mentoring over 8,000 chiropractors and sit on the board of universities. So it's, it's kind of like that dream position everyone dreams to be. I don't say that to brag. I say that because the reason that I've gotten there is because I had someone who was in the position I wanted to be that I, t- I touched base with, and I plugged my battery into them all the time. And even though I'm already here at this place, I still talk with my mentor, Dr. Gibson, at least once a week or every other week and still plug into his battery. And although he's a little older than he was and a little more fragile than he was, I still get that same jolt to my battery. And and i got to tell you, that's been the key to my success and the key to the vast majority of chiropractor success that I know of. So that would be number one. Number two is, Understand that success in chiropractic, chiropractic is a, is a people-person business. You can have the greatest technique in the world. You can be the greatest adjuster in the world. But if you're not a people person and making regular contact with people outside of your office, uh, you're not going to do very well. I mean, I can give you an example of a lot of wonderful chiropractors that I admire so greatly and learn so much for that are technically unbelievably good but have mediocre to almost semi-quasi-not-successful practices because adjusting skill is important, but the key is is creating a personality or a personal skill to go out and reach people, to touch them so that they have enough faith in you to come in your office and at least give it a shot. So that those would probably be my two my two uh, two suggestions. One is is get under somebody's wing that's already done it rather than trying to create it on your own. That's very costly and frustrating. And number two is be willing to get outside of your box and promote your ass off. Getting out there, whether it's uh, lectures, whether it's contacting attorneys, screening, social media, um, uh, surveys. There, I mean, there's literally hundreds of, of different options that, uh, that you can do. Uh, go to the grocery store and hand out a card, for goodness sake. I mean, there's there's all kinds. I mean, not, that's a little silly, but you know what I mean. You've got to you've got to get out and you've got to connect to people. Yeah, absolutely. Two great points there. I mean, definitely getting the mentor we talked about. And number two, I think it's so important, especially for chiropractors. You know, people think that they're getting the best technique is going to help build your practice, and it is the other stuff that really makes the difference. And you're an adjuster. You're expected to get people better. Uh, being a little bit better adjuster is probably not going to get you a lot more patients, but learn how to deal with patients and doing the systems and marketing is what's going to drive the practice and not, not getting a little bit better at adjusting people. 
That's it, you know, and I'm not saying that you shouldn't be a good adjuster. I mean, gosh, you know, I I take all those technique courses, and so should you. I mean, you need to be as good as you can be. But, you know, I I know chiropractors that can't adjust their way out of a paper bag that have success practices, see, five, six hundred a week. And, you know, it shouldn't be that way. You should be able to render an awesome adjustment, get rid of nerve interference, put mobility in the spine, make people happy, healthy, maximize their potential, and, man, have a killer practice. But it doesn't work that way. It's the other way around. You know, once they get in, you've got to, you've got to have that tremendous technique and, and, of course, get them well. But the first step is you've got to get them in. Absolutely. And if people don't really see with their referrals, people don't really refer you patients because you got them better. It's because they're impressed with your personality, your staff, your procedures. You know, getting them out of pain is it's expected, and it's all the extra stuff that really helps boost your practice to the next level. But that's a whole other idea for docs to get around. Yep. Agreed. Cool. All right, Dr. Dr. J, if people want to get in touch with you, tell us a little bit about how to find you, your website and Facebook. Yeah, it's, uh, it, it's my name, um, www.drjaymorgan.com. So it's uh, drjmorgan.com is my website. Uh, my email address is my name also. It's pretty simple. Uh, drjay at drjaymorgan.com. Dr. J at drjmorgan.com or at any time can call me directly on my direct line 512-343-2503 and of course if I can't pick up it probably means I'm on the other line helping another doc just leave a name and number and I'll call back so anytime that's fine I I, I return about 100 calls and emails a day and I'm available to my doc 7 days a week so at any time reach out and uh, I'd be happy to speak with you if you wish yeah, and I can testify to that. Dr. Jay is definitely always available and always there for everybody. And even if you've got a question or anything, Jay's always there to help. He truly is really giving back to the profession. And some people are trying to kind of take from the profession. And Jay's, Jay's gotten such a great life from being a chiropractor. He really is just here to give back, which is pretty amazing. Great thing to do. We need a lot more people like Dr. Jay out there. So thanks for everything you've done for me, Dr. Jay. Thanks for everything you do for our profession, most importantly. And thanks, to, thanks again for being on the podcast today. Thanks, and I would like to conclude with one thing, that if I had one wish, it was that it would that be far many more chiropractors are, are like you, James, because uh, you are a blessing. I, I look at you, and I see myself as a younger man. So uh, if I had one wish, it would be that we would have thousands and thousands of more chiropractors with the same vision that you have. Uh, thanks, Dr. J. I truly appreciate that. Have a great day. Enjoy the beautiful weather in Austin, and we'll talk soon. Okay, buddy. See ya. Thanks for listening to Dr. J's Path to Success podcast. Make sure to subscribe on iTunes and leave us a review. For information, please visit drjamesfetish.com. Dr. James R. Fetish, clinic director at Village Family Clinic. His book, Secrets of a Million Dollar Clinic, is available on Amazon and online at hackettstownfamilyclinic.com or drjamesfetish.com, www.dr. J-A-M-E-S-F-E-D-I-C-H dot com.